Welcome to Travels in a Mathematical World, a podcast from the Institute of Mathematics and its Applications, the IMA. This is episode four. On any plane separated into regions, the regions may be coloured so that no two adjacent regions receive the same colour using no more than four colours. My name is Peter Rollins and I'm here at the University of Nottingham with Sarah Shepherd. Sarah is a PhD student here and also editor of I Squared magazine, a popular maths magazine. And our intention is that the last episode of the month for the podcast is going to be a roundup of maths news that's happened during that month. And Sarah's going to help me with that, so what have you got, Sarah? So the first article um, was reported by The Guardian and the BBC in September. Uh, they reported that a new prime number has been discovered. This number is nearly 13 million digits long, which makes it the largest prime known to date. Right. It's an example of a special class of prime numbers called the Mersenne primes, and these are one less than a power of two. So, for example, um, they're of the form 2 to the n minus 1. Only 46 of these Mersenne primes are now known, and that includes this newly discovered number. The number was calculated by Edson Smith, who's from the University of California, Los Angeles, and he used some software which is provided by the Great Internet Mersenne Prime Search, also known by the acronym GIMPS. This is a collaborative project which involves volunteers from all around the world. Basically, anyone can download the software for free and start searching for prime numbers. Um, the combined effort of all of these volunteers which is basically tens of thousands of computers, and they're pooled, which produces a virtual machine able to perform over 30 trillion calculations a second. And Gibson, Edson, Smith are expecting to share a $100,000 prize from an organisation called the Electronic Frontier Foundation. They support cooperative computing, and they're also offering a $150,000 prize for the person who discovers a 100 million digit prime and a $250,000 prize for the discovery of a prime which has 1 billion digits. Uh, the founder of GIMPS is George Waltman and he has said he's keen to encourage people to take part. He said, all you need to participate is our free software download and a lot of patience. <laughs> Okay. So I brought a piece from the Telegraph, which is by Marcus Asotoy, and I think a lot of people will perhaps know that he's been doing a television documentary on BBC Four uh, the last three weeks now, and it's got a fourth week to come, on the history of mathematics. It's called The Story of Maths. And he writes about teaching mathematics within context, which is a an area where some people might try and teach mathematics with no idea of the context, but Marcus argues that it's interesting to look at how these problems came about in history and why they were solved to give a bit of richness and depth to the subject. So the first episode started in ancient Egypt and went through uh, Babylon into ancient Greece. The second episode told the often forgotten story of mathematics as it travels through uh, ancient China, India, into the Arabic world. The third episode, which was just broadcast last Monday, as we record this, started in the world of Renaissance art and went through the creation of the calculus by Newton and Leibniz. And the fourth and final episode will finish the story and will be broadcast this Monday at 9 o'clock on BBC Four. So I found a report in the BBC and the Times um, which said that the school's inspector Ofsted 
have released a damning report on the state of maths teaching in England. They criticised primary and secondary schools for teaching to the test rather than encouraging an understanding of how to apply maths in the real world. The report said that too often pupils are expected to remember methods, rules and facts without grasping the underpinning concepts and also that strategies to improve test and examination performance including booster lessons, revision classes and extensive intervention succeed in preparing pupils to gain the qualification but are not equipping them well enough mathematically for their futures. Now this report comes after a recent government commissioned review which was by Sir Peter Williams and this prompted ministers to propose a scheme to train 13,000 math specialists in order to improve primary school teaching. So the government is investing £140 million to transform the standard of math teaching in this country and the schools minister Jim Knight is confident that they are making progress despite this new report. So I have a piece from the Birmingham Mail which is talking about people changing career into teaching. Um, it claims that teaching is an important and increasingly popular choice of career for all kinds of people but that many people go into it later on in their life. It says that teaching maths in secondary schools is a particularly important and challenging role and that it is a subject area that attracts career changes from a number of different professions. In order to change into teaching, you need to do a PGCHE, and apparently Birmingham City University have trained former accountants, financial advisors, banking clerks, and engineers to become successfully qualified maths teachers. Also related to teaching is an article from The Guardian which said that a school in Suffolk has been criticised for offering a £3,000 golden hello to attract a new maths teacher. The school is King Edward VI, in Bury St Edmunds, which advertised the cash incentive because they were having difficulty in recruiting a teacher for the post. As we know, there's currently a national shortage of math teachers. Suffolk County Council has said that the number of math teacher vacancies rose from just one in September last year to 12 in April this year. Many union leaders are unhappy about the bonus offer. They said that it would cause resentment among other teachers and damage morale at the school. So I brought a couple of pieces from the Irish Times. Uh, apparently it's been Maths Week in Ireland in October, during which the diversity of job, job opportunities available to maths graduates was being highlighted with events all around the country. Some of the highlights of Maths Week included a talk on geometric patterns in Islamic mosaics, a talk on Pythagoras' theorem, one on the role of chance in everyday life, and some stand-up comedy by a mathematician. Finally, an award-winning play about maths, which opened in 2007, has now returned to the Barbican Theatre in London. A Disappearing Number is directed by Simon McBurney and performed by the experimental theatre company Complicite. It tells the story of the collaboration between the Indian mathematician Ramanujan and the Cambridge mathematician G.H. Hardy who discovered Ramanujan's genius in the early 20th century and invited him to England. Now this story is interwoven with the contemporary love story of a businessman and his mathematician wife, Ruth, who makes the pilgrimage to India to research Ramanujan's writings. The play received rave reviews during its short run last year. The Times said that 
In McBurney's hands, mathematical sequences become journeys through life and numerology a means of giving substance to the unknowable. A disappearing number is on at the Barbican until November the 1st, before touring in Milan and Sydney. Now I went to see the play myself when it was on last year and I would certainly highly recommend it. If you're interested in Maths News, I'd recommend you go to the Plus Magazine website at plus.maths.org. The current issue of Plus Magazine has some very good articles, including one on mortality statistics, which offers enter your details and see how long you'll live. <laughs> uh, an article on the history of uh, our numeral system, the Hindu-Arabic numerals. And a very timely article on different systems for voting during elections. Very interesting with the American election coming up. There are some other articles. And finally, um, a careers interview with a system systems engineer for the Lockheed Martin UK. The careers interviews are also available as a podcast, and plus do a news podcast as well. You can get all of this from plus.maths.org. Another good source of maths news is iSquared magazine, which Sarah edits. And Sarah, will you tell us what's in the current issue? Yes, iSquared is a math magazine which concentrates on different applications of math in the real world. The current issue has feature articles on the mathematics of ice ages, on string theory and also the history of statistics, and there's an interview with a mathematician who works for the European Space Agency. If you're interested in finding out more about iSquared magazine, please visit www.isquaredmagazine.co.uk. I'll also mention the IMA members publication Mathematics Today, which is distributed to all members of the IMA. The current issue has an article by Ian Stewart writing about the history of networks right through to modern applications in current research areas in math and science. It has a piece of, for cricket fans and for others on the Duckworth-Lewis method, uh, which is a method by which you decide the scoring of match of cricket matches that end early because of rain. So if one side has had 20 overs and the other side has only had 15 overs, how do you decide which side has done better? This article is by Frank Duckworth himself, and he talks about trying to communicate quite a difficult mathematical model to a non-mathematical audience in the cricket world, and on the 11 years that the Duckworth-Lewis method has been in play, and the successes and room for improvement there is in that. And I think it's very good. I don't know very much about cricket, but I quite enjoyed it. And plenty of other articles. If you are a member of the IMA, you should receive maths today anyway. If you're a student in a UK university and you're interested in reading these articles, we have a scheme whereby they can be made available to you if you email me at peter.rowlett, R-O-W-L-E-T-T, at ima.org.uk and ask for more details. OK, we're going to put links to all the stories we've mentioned today in the show notes for the podcast, you can find out more about the podcast and get access to the show notes by visiting www.travelsinamathematicalworld.co.uk. Thank you for listening.